Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. That's just what Miami and, and the state of Florida need right now, right? A hostage yeah. situation over Hollywood. It's unbelievable how crazy the situation has escalated. And it's the irony in this whole thing is, guys, you think of the top wide receivers of the last 10 years, he's still in the conversation. And it's oh, such yeah. a shame for how oh, everything went, went like this. It's terrible. It is absolutely terrible. And to, to your point, Joe, his full charges are burglary with battery, which is a felony, uh, burglary of an unoccupied conveyance, and criminal mischief. So they just keep racking up and up and up. And you're right. Hollywood police are not going to stop asking. They're going to start barging nope. in. And, yep. uh, it, no, they got a warrant. Now that the arrest warrant is issued. They have yeah. a warrant. You're right. Warrant with yeah. no bail. With no bail. With no bail. Yes, with so. no bail. This is, yeah. I mean, I, I, and he's holed up in the house thinking that they're going to stop yeah. knocking and away. It's, <laughs> it's such like, a oh, okay, terrible... fine. <laughs> Have a good day, AB. No, that is not how this goes down, people. And here's, honestly, Joe, like, where are the people that are around him? Where are the people they're that gone. love him? Right? They're gone. Everyone, everyone, nobody wants to be around this they're train gone. wreck. Nope. Yep. It's it's a it's a terrible terrible Chelsea. Uh, I up in that yep. house. So what cops are doing right now is they're clearing out the neighbors. Mm-hmm. They're clearing them out, guys, because it's coming. I mean, they're going to go over. in with it's it's over. I mean, it's over. Yep. Great, like, it's and terrible. Antonio Brown is going to like pop off. He's going to like shoot at one of them, mm-hmm. guys. They'll, they'll fight back. It's crazy. It's just going to get worse and worse. There are people that care about this man right now. Seriously. His trainer that was with him yesterday. His his family. What, where are people to like get in his man's ear? I Honestly, Dane, I don't think there's anybody left. His baby mama, Chelsea, posted on Instagram with a whole big uh, uh, note yep. statement saying, me yeah. and the kids, we are distancing ourselves from this guy. We don't want anything to do with him. We're trying to restart our life to avoid the kids growing up and seeing this. I mean, they all the... AB Jr. has a phone. He yep. He's on Instagram. He sees yep. all this. And he's like, what, 10 years old? It is god-awful. And, yep. and, and for me, from a guy who rooted for him for 10 years of my life, is one of the best wide receivers of one of my, of my, of my team. It is so terrible. And, and, and I'm praying for this guy yep. to feel better, for, to get better, yep. to get help. It is terrible. I mean, it's not like T.O. and Randy Moss. You know, they, they trail at the end of the careers. Yeah, they get a little crazy. No, this is, this is a whole nother level. And it is terrible. So please, please, whoever's out there, Dane's right. Where are the guys that can help him? Please, Antonio Brown, get help. Please, like for the, the sake entire of the NFL league, is descending on Miami. The entire NFL. Where's the Players Association? You would think. You would think. Maybe so, They know, might be like, done, too. I guess they have to be, but, you know, this is this is going to be a very sad ending. Absolutely. It really is. You're absolutely I mean, right. I, I keep on saying it, and I hope people don't think I'm going overboard, but, like, this— <laughs> This could end really. It, it's going to. It is. It's You're right. Be a mess. Yep. You're absolutely right. It's going to end end worse than it already has gone, and and we don't even know how that is even possible. But it is going to get worse and worse, and it's just it's terrible. So please, he could die in a firefight today. Let until until it breaks. We're just going to put our our prayers and thoughts, hopefully for AB to find yeah. some help. Um. So 
it, it is just a terrible situation. But guys, let, let, let's let's lighten the mood a little bit and let's talk about someone who had his uh, career debut in the NBA last night. A little Zion Williamson action. Uh, they the Pelicans faithful filled the arena with chance of MVP and watching their star rookie Zion Williamson score 17 of his 22 points in the fourth quarter, only to see his team blow it. And lose uh, 121 to seven to 117. The Spurs take down the Pelicans. Zion finishes with a quite an impressive stat line uh, after this injury: 22.7 rebounds, three assists. I think that's the over on all of his props, guys. Uh, Brandon Ingram added 22 points as well. But hey, the Spurs. Lamarcus Aldridge, a nice double double from him: 32 points, 14 rebounds. Spurs host the Phoenix Suns, and the Pelicans host the Denver Nuggets. Both on Friday, we will see Zion back and hopefully better than what he just did uh, in his debut. Um, let's move on, guys, to the Raptors and the 76ers. Raptors taking him down 107 to 95. Freddie Van Vliet, 22 mm. points, eight assists. I love that guy. G League champion and NBA champion. Shout out to Freddie Van Vliet. Uh, pretty good at Wichita State, also. Pretty good at Wichita, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good career all around for Freddie Van Vliet, but he's not done. Pascal Siakam, nice double double for him, 18 points, 15 rebounds. Ben Simmons had a nice double double of 15, uh, 17 points, 10 rebounds. So Philly is in a little trouble here because they lost Josh Richardson as well to a left hamstring four minutes into the first quarter. They also didn't have Joel Embiid for the eighth straight game. So the 76ers are a little uh, a little shaky here on their starting roster, a little injuries here and there, so we'll see what happens uh, as the uh, All-Star break comes and the rest of the season continues. Speaking of the All-Star break and the NBA dunk contest, Dwight Howard is trying to get Kobe Bryant to help him out in the dunk contest. Obviously, we all know their only season together did not end well uh, in, in a tumultuous, drama-filled season in 2012-2013. Uh, he said to the Lakers fans, quote, if I can get all the Lakers fans to lobby to get Kobe to help me in the dunk contest, that'd be really great. Just as long as Dwight doesn't bring out the Superman cape again, he's got to think of something different, guys. So hopefully Dwight can get with Kobe and, and figure out some cool thing to uh, to win the dunk contest yet again yes. uh, for Dwight Howard. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're going to send it back to the crew on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash this Thursday morning. The Sports Grid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Final hour of Make It Rain on the Grid, sportsgrid.com. Uh, as we uh, we get ready for uh, three NBA games tonight, 56 in the uh, in the college ranks, uh, coming off a uh, and don't forget the Pro Bowl, by uh, guys. That uh, Pro Bowl, the numbers are out. In fact, and uh, Pro Bowl, interesting uh, from the standpoint of. There, uh, there are, believe it or not, there are a lot of guys that uh, actually love betting on the Pro Bowl, and it uh, opened up, I think, one and a half for the AFC is uh, is the one and a half. It's in Orlando. It's three o'clock, and uh, the total, uh, 49 and a half here, and what we know is dogs. Over, uh, since 2003, Dane, dogs are, without a doubt, the most profitable to back in these Pro Bowls. They have gone 12 and four. Against the number, 75% since 2003. And th- that even includes that very weird set of years. Was it 2014, right. so 15, somewhere in there where it was like Team Jerry and Team Irving. It was very Michael strange. Irving or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the underdogs still remain uh, the most profitable. And they're covering, by the way, uh, close to five points. So if, uh, if they're getting seven or if they're getting uh, six, they're covering by you know, one or two points uh, every time. So very profitable for underdogs and the under 
over the last couple of years. I know everyone thinks that uh, there's no defense, Dane. It's very vanilla. It's yada, yada, yada. Uh, defenses is rude today, actually. And even last year, the total was 54 and a half. It was 26-7, the AFC won. So don't anticipate the olays of uh, of years past where it was 53 to 50, right. 60. Those days are gone, guys. So the under is 3-0 and over the past three years, including last year's 54 and a half which the AFC won 26 to seven. So if you are uh, looking for a little action in the pro Bowl, doesn't hurt to take a look at the, uh, the underdog in this case would be the NFC taking on uh, the under, which is 49 and a half, mm-hmm. maybe defenses, Dane. And I think it makes sense due to the fact that if you, if you're only running certain offensive plays, it's a lot easier for the defense to be able to react. So yeah. There's pros and cons on both sides, but we'll talk about it more. Yeah, they only got uh, and plays are probably running plus. Uh, yeah. They're also like not allowed to blitz though. <laughs> Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, guys, 10 days away. That is right, 10 days away from the Super Bowl, three days from the Pro Bowl in Orlando. So some football still uh, to come your way. And taking a look at some of these uh, some of these numbers from overnight and not a whole lot of movement. Um, everything's kind of status quo from the standpoint of the money that is coming in on the side it's coming in on uh, Kansas City again, still averaging uh, right around two-thirds of the tickets uh, coming in on Kansas City, holding strong at minus one, minus one and a half in a lot of places. The money continues to pour in on the over, which is uh, hysterical. So uh, I'm seeing 54 and a half uh, in some places now. Dane, is, uh, is FanDuel up to 54 and a half yet? No, it's still 54 on the number. Okay, so yeah, so it's uh, it's it just keeps coming in, guys, which cracks me up. So the question is, when do you go about it? Like, when do you jump in if you're going to do it? Well, if you are an over better, if you think that this line is uh, is going to, uh, this game is going to be over, um, do not bet it, it now. Yeah, yeah, don't bet it now. You've already lost the value in the number right. because <laughs> the reality is the under money hasn't come in yet. The buyback has not come in yet. But trust me when I tell you, it will. The numbers are so lopsided right now, Dane, that all of the money has really come in on the over, along with the tickets, too. So the books had no choice but to push it up to 54, 54 and a half. But if you do like the over, it's all about value, guys. You're betting numbers, right? So that's the whole reality of this. You're going to get the worst of the number because I can promise you, I don't think there's ever been a Super Bowl where the under didn't at least get 34% of the uh, of the action. And you're not even close to that yet. So this will even out, meaning 
This number is going to come back before it goes up, guys. So wait for it. If you want to hit the over, wait for it to come back to reality because it's coming. And then jump in if you want the over and create the value that way. Because right now at 54 and a half, guys, yeah, okay. Uh, even if it continues to go up, you've already lost the value that uh, that was there to open up with. So it is, understand, coming back down at which particular point you'll be able to jump in. And And conversely, if you like the under, bet it now. Because it is coming back down, guys. It is going to come back down. So it's not worth waiting for the extra maybe the half a point because once that buyback begins, Dane, it's going to happen rather uh, rather quickly. So if you have a feeling one way or the other, jump in. Uh, and if you uh, like the over, hold off. Because I would imagine by the weekend, Dane, right, payday tomorrow, I think you'll start seeing some of this buyback uh, happen over the weekend and probably get down to maybe 52 and a half, 53 by this time on Monday. Yeah, I mean, if you like the over, you should have done it Sunday night. Yeah, you know, no, don't hit it now. Do not. When it was yep. like, what, like 51 and a half, maybe 52, yep. something yep. like that. So, exactly. And here's the thing. The way to think about it, or the way I think about it, at least, Joe, tell me if this makes sense or holds water with you. Over the course of these two weeks, Joe, right, let's say – the total will range from, let's say, 51 and a half up to, at its height, Joe, what, maybe 55, something like that, right? And so that's, a, that's what, a three and a half point range. So if you like the over, what you are trying to do is get it when it was at the lowest end of that range. Because God forbid the game comes in at 53. And if the final score of this game is 30 to 23, you know, that's where this middle is, right? If you like the under, you want to lock it in when it's at its highest point of whatever this range is for, you know, the two weeks. It's just like buying a stock, right? You buy low, you sell high. So wherever it's at the lowest part of that range, if you like the over and vice versa. The other thing to add to that, though, Joe, is you don't have to bet it, Joe. You know what Correct. I mean? Like you're talking about it zooming up. And if you're saying, oh, I like the over, I like the over and it just keeps on going up. Please, guys and gals, do not then on like next Wednesday be like, eh, I ain't going to get it back down to the two points. Let me just cave in and bet the over at 54 or at 53 and a half. No, don't do that. You are mm -hmm. giving up. You know, you're giving up 52. You're giving up 53. And then, you know, what you're going to do when that's where it hits. You know, so yeah. you don't have to bet it. When you say when you get the worst of the number, don't feel forced to get the number in no. a bad spot. No, and, and understand, I mean, guys, you're looking at about 15%, 16% of the tickets currently are on the under. All right, hmm. so we've never had a Super Bowl where that wasn't at least double by the time kickoff goes or more, which means the number ain't coming back. It's coming back down, guys. They It will come back down. I think the overreaction hit immediately because we watched Kansas City, right? Um, the, that This 54 number is definitely an overreaction. That's why it got flooded uh, initially, but the buyback is coming. And when it does, then you're going to have some value in the over again when it comes back down, and it will come back down. But once again, guys, if you like the under... Yeah, don't wait for an extra half foot. Let's see where it goes. No, it's right. it's already uh, it's already overvalued right now. So the uh, the money is in. Get it at 54, 54 and a half if you can. 
and expect this number to go back down to uh, the 52 range before it's all said and done. I mean, 15, 16% Dane is ridiculous. It, this is not going to kick off on Sunday with just 16% of the, uh, uh, of the bets coming in on the under, this is going to level well, itself it does, out. The total will be 57. Yeah. It's, it's guys, it's crazy. It's yeah. the, uh, that money is coming in as is at some particular point. I don't know that we're ever going to get to three here, Dane. Um, it's just I don't think that's going to happen um, one way or the other. But if you do like the 49ers uh, for much of the same reasons, I would hold off to see if this number creeps up a little bit more. Uh, be patient and see because we know the key number of three, guys. It's at one and a half right now. If there continues to be the Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City love uh, come flooding in, then Maybe it'll get three. I don't know, but I can tell you this, Dane. If it does, it'll be there in about 30 seconds, and then it'll come back down because it will get crushed. So, you know, you've got time. Let's just say that. You've got some time, uh, San Francisco, to see if maybe this gets pushed up to two, two and a half, uh, or even three for the 30 seconds it will last. Uh, That remains to be seen. we still got 10 days. Uh, But if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, if you're backing them regardless, we talked to it. Take them on the damn money line. What are you worried about laying a point and a half for? Go. Like, if you're Chiefs, go Chiefs, guys. At worst, this is probably going to be a pick em. I think that's fair to say, right? Yeah, I would think so. You know what it reminds me of, Joe? We talk about it all the time when we're, when we're talking about getting games in-game live. You know, and how when you go into the game, you have to have a plan, right? Mm-hmm. And you say, if it gets here, then you have to be ready to pounce on it. And yep. I think that's kind of what we're talking about, but just spread out over two weeks, right, Joe? You know, we're saying, like, listen, if it gets to whatever that number is for you, if it gets to 52 and a half, then I'll take it. You know, if, mm-hmm. I, get the, if I get the spread, if it touches three, then bang, give me the three points. It's very similar to know what your narrative is, know what you want, know what you want to get, and if it happens, then you pound on it. But, you know, don't let this market dictate to you. You have your thresholds. You have what you want. Go get the numbers if they pop up, and if they don't, keep it moving. Yep. Yeah, because the Chiefs, if you're going to back the Chiefs, there is a, a good chance this starts creeping up uh, from the one, one and a half. So if you like them, get it now. What's the difference? One, one and a half at this point, money line, it's not going to make the difference. Back the Chiefs if you like them, because obviously, Dan, we're always looking for in any bet, any sport, guys, the, the thing that determines if you are profitable in the long run. Is your closing line value? What? Where did you bet it versus where did it go off at? Right. So if you, it doesn't make any sense to say I like the cheese, but let me see. And all of a sudden it gets to two and a half when you could have got it at one. Oh, what right. the? Hell? Now you're screwed. Now you've just lost. You know, you've all you you've lost the value, closing line value. Where did you get it? Where does it go off at? And uh, chances are, if you are gaining. 10 cents, 5 cents, 15 cents over the course of many bets. That's how you're that that's profit, Dan. The the amount of profit you get from those uh from those little uh you know 10 cent, 15 cent that's right. boosts. That's the difference between cashing tickets and going holy crap, I'm broke. Yep. Closing you line value. You don't think this San Fran money's going to come in? But I can if I like San Fran, I can wait cuz I know it's going to go to Kansas City first. It's going to keep rising. Then it is down. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Wow, going all uh, Billy Ocean on us here in uh, hour two on the grid, sportsgrid.com. And if you want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire, well, why not? You can start tonight. NFS competition utilizing dailyroto.com. That's right. Dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this year. Compete with the pros. It's the dailyroto.com optimizer that'll get you there. It is the most accurate projections available in the NBA DFS world. Plus, you get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much, much more. So save 10% now on winning NBA DFS advice using that promo code DUNK. That's dailyroto.com forward slash DUNK. I'll help you learn more. That's dailyroto.com forward slash DUNK. And remember that dailyroto.com, yes, it is where millionaires are made. So you've got some, uh, you got a plan of attack here, Dane, on the uh, on the betting of the game one way or the other. And I'm sure at this point, most people have a, they're leaning one way, whether it be uh, Kansas City or whether it be the uh, the 49ers. I don't think there's a whole heck of a lot we are going to learn about either of these two teams uh, over the next 10 days that are probably going to sway people. The data is in, the teams are in. Uh, do you trust the the better team, which, of course, is, uh, you know, made up of a whole lot of different parts, that being the uh, 49ers, or do you trust the best player in the game, which, of course, is going to be in Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes? And it's really, what do you trust more? Uh, Spagnuolo definitely, I think, is an interesting factor from this game, Dane, from the standpoint of, yeah, he's been in this spot as a D, as a defense goalie. His defenses have actually uh, beaten some pretty good uh, well, a pretty good quarterback uh, and a pretty good team. In fact, uh, I believe his defense was the one that took down what should have been the greatest team uh, ever assembled in NFL history. Could have went 19-0. And, yeah, it was his defense that took it down, guys. So he's been there. Andy Reid, you couldn't ask for a better guy. Shanahan, for his credit, defensive coordinated, solid good guy. He's, you know, he's had great results, but this is, I think we can all agree, this is a different animal. This is uh, on this stage at this point in this game. Uh, we'll see how it all comes together. But from a coaching perspective, I got to give it to just from the defensive coordinator, what we've seen the enemy do. I think the coaching staff's got a slight nod here overall, uh, especially in the defensive coordinator position. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because we, when you say Spagnolo's been there before, yet everyone has, has the vaunted 49ers defense, right, as one of the strongest sides of the ball. So it's a little bit backwards to think about it that way. But I, I don't disagree with you. Listen, my narrative all season long, Joe, has been that these supermen, right, the, the Russell Wilsons, the Deshaun Watsons, the Lamar Jacksons, and the Patty Mahomeses of the world, that that is, in essence, the trump card. And I've seen it come out time and time again, these guys making plays on third down to extend drives. These guys on plays where they should be sacked for seven yards, turning it into four-yard gains and keeping it on schedule. Um, and so I will lean 
with Patrick Mahomes. And I am leaning to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know I have been saying this for a long time. And for mm -hmm. a long time, Joe, I have been saying the Spagnolo-led improving Kansas City defense. For me, the biggest key of the game is will the Kansas City Chiefs run defense be able to slow the crazy committee of Mostart, Coleman, and Breida. If they can, Joe, we talk about the formula. We talk about turning into a volume thrower. We talk about having the right and the left hand. We talk about Jimmy G going six for eight in the NFC Championship game, throwing six passes after the interception against the Vikings. If the Kansas City Chiefs, either by scoring themselves and getting out to a lead, which they haven't done in their first two games, or by being able to stop the run, if they can put this on the arm of Jimmy G and this turns into a Garoppolo versus Mahomes kind of game, I'll feel good about number 15, Andy Reid and the Kansas City yep. Chiefs. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I Statistically, over the course of the season, yes, I don't think Kansas City, because of the newness and the new yeah. pieces, the new parts, new coordinator, new system. Took a little time, uh, but I do think if you compare from, like, let's say, you know, week 10 on, week 11 on, I think uh, those numbers are going to be a heck of a lot closer, but it's also mm -hmm. perception versus reality. You know, Kansas City's Achilles heel has always been defense. Can't stop anybody. And that kind of carried right. over a little bit into this season. But the reality is that is one of the most improved defenses from week one to where we are right now. And uh, you can see with uh, with Jones in the middle what a difference they made, uh, you know, stopping, um, you know, uh, the Tennessee and company there. And, uh, yeah, it's a different uh, it's a different thing. And even I think it's safe to say that uh, we have seen San Francisco in situations where quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes. And when I say like, I'm comparing him to guys that can pull it down and run guys like Lamar, Russell Wilson. Um, Watson. even, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, for that matter in the division guys that have that dual threat. And, uh, which brings me to the prop market, Dane, because I'm looking at yes, the sir. rushing prop for Patrick Mahomes, rushing, baby. Damn right. 27 and a half, 28, somewhere along those lines. And I, Lamar, a hundred yards. We know that Russell Wilson right. dropped 53 the first time, 29, the second time. Kyler Murray put up 67 and 34. All of those numbers with similar style quarterbacks have hit over the 28 rushing yards or 27 and a half where the prop is right now. So yep. it's tempting. It really is tempting. But I'm looking at this and I'm going, that entire offense is really, I don't know how much, I haven't seen him in the two games, like let's say even in the playoffs, man. He hasn't necessarily, and I don't know if it's because he's cognizant of the knee or what's going on. I've seen him take less and less chances than what I think we have seen in the past. Uh, be You know, if it's a first down or it's here or there. But uh, with this 49ers defense, do you think Andy Reid's going in his ear and say, listen, throw it away. Don't take any unnecessary risks. And do you know what I mean? Like, like be smart about it. Uh, because this defense will make you pay uh, at this particular point, especially with that front. So I don't know. I, I'm hesitant to the over seems almost too easy at this point. Does it not? Yeah, but I am tempted, Joe. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, actually, I know. Yep. For, to be honest, I, I disagree. I think 
in the playoffs, we have seen Mahomes scramble a little bit more. I think we have seen him run a little bit more. I want to bring up the stats, but I think we have seen that scramble, that rollout, um, mm-hmm. and he stayed, and he goes out of bounds. I think it's almost like, remember when we were talking about Trevor Lawrence and how they unleashed his running in the semifinal a little bit more? Mm-hmm. I, I got to bring up the numbers of his game log or what have you, but I actually do think we've seen Mahomes scramble a little bit more. I think that, you know, Boza and the crew of first-round picks will put pressure on him. I, I actually think we will see him run a little bit more. Look at this, Joe. In the playoffs... In the playoffs against uh, Houston, seven carries, 53 yards. Mm. And the championship game against Tennessee, eight carries, 53 yards. That coming off of 21, 14, 11, 6, 25. You know, 53 the last two times in a row. And seven and eight scrambles is more than, you know, his seat. that's his season high. So I actually think, contrary to what you're saying, I think he has been uh, – unleashed or unshackled a little bit more. I like the rushing over. Yeah, well, the problem is you're talking two games, matchup style, defense not compared to the 49ers. I'm talking about 33 career games in which he averages 13 yards in those 33 games. This year, prior to the playoffs, he's only averaged 18 yards rushing in all of his starts. So this is not a guy that historically – has lit him up like Lamar and and Russell and company, although we like to pretend that is, he much rather get the ball in the hands of his playmakers. He's only averaged 18 yards all year long prior to the, one was a 27-yard rushing touchdown. But again, you're talking about two totally different animals and defenses here. So I don't know how much you, that's why, that's what's giving me pause is we're not talking about a guy that averages 60 yards rushing a game all year. Talking about a dude that averages 18 yards a game. 33 games in his career, he's only averaged 13. While the last two were nice, I don't know that you can put San Francisco's defense in the category of what he just played in those two games. That's what gives me pause. And and I I respect what you're saying, Joe. The question is, do they, you know, how? what does Andy Reid tell him? (laughs) You know, kind of, because the rush is going to come. There will be pressure, Joe, you know, from San Francisco. There will be. Does he take the back door and scramble and be happy with five or six yards a few times? Um, Or does he throw it away? I think his knee, I think the knee and the ankle are more healthy than they have been in the last couple of months. Uh, There's also the narrative, Joe, of like, if you're going to risk it, it's the damn Super Bowl. This is when you risk it. You got nine months to get healthy, you know, if you get banged up. Right. I think the scenarios are here for more rushing rather than what is his normal averages in the career. And I actually think we've seen indications of that in the last two rounds of the playoffs from the Chiefs. But I also think that San Francisco has seen what he's done here to these last two uh, two teams here. I don't him? think they're letting him beat him. I don't, I don't think they're going to let, especially rushing four, where they can get pressure on him, I don't know they're going to allow Patrick Mahomes just to rattle off, you know, 25 yards here or there whenever he feels like it because he's he's out of the pocket. I don't – this defense, to me, is number one defense for a reason, and a lot of that is the fact that they can get to you without having to send the house. So if yeah. they can make him uncomfortable and you've got a spy or somewhere along those lines – They're going to force you. Go ahead, Patrick. Get rid of the ball because you're not going to do it. And that's the only thing that scares me because 
He's not a career. He's not Lamar Jackson, guys. He's no, he's, he's not. not Russell Wilson. He's no, he's, not. he's much more of a let me get rid of the damn ball, let my guys do the work than he is. And this defense kills me. Like if they were any lesser of a defense, but if you're dropping it's seven just, coverage, there are rushing lanes, Joe. Yeah. Well, now listen. You know, there's maybe dailyrodo.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. All right, so taking a look at uh, some of these props. We'll take a look at some of these uh, matchups on the board here tonight. Three in the NBA, 56 in uh, college. And uh, right about this time yesterday, we uh, laid out a game plan for you. You were diving into some uh, college hoops. I told you to look at some of these uh, matchups there of uh, unranked home teams taking on some ranked teams. And, uh, you know, it, uh, Tulsa. (laughs) Uh, Not just beat, um, wipe. More like wipe the floor uh, with Memphis there. Uh, case in point, uh, Syracuse also uh, taking down Notre Dame on the road was a great one. And uh, some great opportunities uh, remain on the board tonight in college. But I want to finish up here with some of these uh, prop bets here. Initial thoughts with uh, Mahomes. We talked about the rushing prop uh, yeah. kind of right in the middle, 27 and a half, 28 yarder. Uh, the total touchdowns is another interesting one, Dane, from the standpoint of it's probably one and a half. I'm seeing one and a halfs out there. And then you're going, all right, so Patrick Mahomes passing touchdowns. I mean, it's it's pricey. It's probably at minus two dollars, maybe uh, maybe even more than that. But this is another one of those that goes, all right. My God, it feels so easy. Like, is it you know what right. I mean? Like, it just feels so easy that yes it's pricey i get it but it's only pricey if you lose because if you lay it out and it's an easy ba- so 27 i got to think he's got two touchdowns in him man that's my initial reaction he's got to have two touchdowns he's averaged over the last six almost two and a half so it's almost too easy. Am I right? I mean, uh, you'd even, if you wanted to live, maybe you can actually even push it up to say, you know what, what give me two say. and a half. I think I he's got, say. you know what I mean? I Dana? And, dangerously because what's right. the juice at one and a half? It's like minus what? Minus three it's almost? So yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it's so I, I try and play with some of those alternates, right? Cause if I'm going to do something like that, I'm going to push it up and say, he's going to get three or more. Uh, I'm going to go over two and a half. Um, right. I'm not looking to do much. I'm not trying to lay minus two, minus three, minus 350 on this Super Bowl. Instead, I'm going to try to find some, a couple of bangers and hit a, and just, you know, hit 10% of them. Right. And of course, the, the flip side of that is, so you guys understand the reason that you'll, okay, why is it so easy? Well, the 49ers, number one in the league defensively against the pass. And when you take out the schlubs that they uh, faced here this year, which I believe was Kyle Allen, 
Andy Dalton, Case Keenum, uh, I believe Mason Rudolph in that game. Their numbers are just as good. So they've allowed one and they've averaged, they've allowed one and a half touchdowns a game to, to quarterbacks this year. So that's where the thinking is, okay, 49ers deep pass defense, again, not what it ain't it ain't what Houston was. You know what I mean? So right. they are a team taking quarterbacks like Russell Wilson and company, and they've only given up one and a half touchdowns a game. So what about because it seems like you think they may be able to keep Patty in the pocket, right? No, no, I'm just saying that's that's the, the reality of the numbers as to why they because to us it seems yeah. Way too good to be you. true, but the flip side of that is there's a reason why, guys, because this defense is very unique. It's number one for a reason in a lot of categories. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's therein lies why people think this will be a great game, right? Exactly. Like that's that's the point. Yep. You know, that's the yep. point. We have a really, really good team, well-coached, good scheme, a lot of talent, have not been blown out at all this year. Their losses are like to over in overtime to Seattle, on the road in the rain to Lamar. You know, I mean, the three-point win in the Dome, like – they ain't getting blown out, you know? And then you have this supernova of Patrick Mahomes, who down 24 nothing, hey, don't worry about it. Down 17 nothing, brush my shoulders off. Bang, it's all good, right? Yep. So that's why this is so amazing. I, I love both of these teams, okay? Know. Uh, you know, and I love, you talk about Andy Reid and the coaching or whatever. I love the Shanahan scheme and the play calling and the run game, okay? So, like, this is... Awesome, <laughs> quite frankly. And let me uh, let me see if I can tempt you with a prop. Go bit. ahead. Uh, because I'm looking at stuff that's a little bit better of a payoff, Joe. Go ahead. And granted, this would be a narrative of the coronation of Patrick Mahomes. Will there be a 400-yard passer in this game, Joe? I, I do not think so, no. It's 6-1. to one. Yeah, uh, well, it's it's a good price, but if that's the case, then you're anticipating you're yes. anticipating sixty yes. points, yes, or a really necessary. Forget Barbie about time. the running game. Forget about anything. Forget Barbie about time, time. of it. We have going up big. I don't know that it's going to be that kind of game. All right. I mean, he's only he's done it three times. Um, I don't know that. And first of all, by the way. It is technically will either quarterback go over 400 yards. Oh, so I guess you gotta, <laughs> you gotta hold out the the one percent slice that Jimmy G could get that done. Also, I mean, you know, but I'm looking for things if that are gonna be a little bit higher. It's that idea though, because if you do think this is possible for him at six to one is a great price, then you're on the over, and you right. are taking over on every prop of wide receiver known to mankind. You're you're over everything. I'm taking yes. the longest. Down over 40 Absolutely. yards, taking Tyree yep. Kill over. I'm taking Sammy Watkins anytime Absolutely. touchdown. Absolutely. That would be the correlation. Yep. And by the way, Joe, Jimmy G's done it twice this year. Yes, I know. Yes, yeah. It's uh it, listen, yeah. he's capable. We we make it seem like he's not, but he is. But that is gonna be the thing, right? Like the Kansas City, when getting up on them, they asked questions of Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans that they were not accustomed to answering because they were in the game flow, right? That's why I go back to this. If this gets to a point where it's on the arm of Jimmy G, then what happens? We think he's capable. I've seen him do it. I've seen him throw for the four touchdowns. I've seen him throw for the 400 yards. 
But in this spot, if they're forced into that, or does he look exactly like Kirk Cousins does in those situations? Big question. I mean, that's yes. that's going to be yep. and uh, that's where scheme and uh, the coaching comes in. Nobody knows it better than Shanahan, what his capabilities and are. So do they put him? And that's why coaching so important, guys. Put him in a position to be successful. Don't ask him to do things that he can't do. So I don't think right, they will. It ain't going to matter. You're going to have to do it. Right. Right. Well, and. and has he shown the ability to be able to do shootouts? Yeah, he beat one of the best in on the road in in San uh, in um, in New Orleans. So we know it's in him. And like you said, he's passed twice for over 400 yards. Uh, so yeah, yes, Arizona game, 424 and four touchdowns against Arizona. Yeah, so it can. He's got it in him, absolutely. But is that the kind of if I'm Shannon? Is that the game I want? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell saying, no. That is B. But the biggest yep. question for me is, are the Niners forced into plan B? Right. Right? Either by Kansas City, like, actually being ready to go at the beginning instead of getting down by three scores like they have in the rest of the playoffs. Like, if we're in the early second quarter and it's 17 nothing Kansas City, then the Niners have to go to plan B. Right. Or if Spagnolo is on some, you know what? I don't care. I'm stacking the box. I'm trying to stop Mostert in this running game. That is job one, two, three, four, and five. Then in that scenario, Shanahan and the Niners have to go to plan B. This is it for me. Are the Niners forced into plan B, which is in essence, Jimmy G? Well, it's it's great. It's what we definitely know about Andy Reid is he's got a plan B, C, D, and E. And we've seen enough of Shanahan to know that um, he'll have something going on there. He definitely does. But it also helps to have that number one defense to be able to rely upon in order to be able to keep you close. And that's really, if you're Shanahan, what you want. Just give us an opportunity, to, if not to be ahead and let the defense do its thing or at least be within striking distance so they can pull out whatever it is. And, you know, he's got something in his back pocket, um, you know, him and Andy, both of them. Yeah. Nobody's done a better job of in-game adjustments than Andy Reid this year and his ability to. OK, so this is what you're going to do. OK, good. Then this is what we're going to do. And boom, just like that, you don't score again. And they put up 40 points. So. Andy's been one of the best at that in-game adjusting uh, this year. He's always been one of the better at it. But I got to go with the, I mean, to me, I would, I loved Sammy Watkins last week, all right, and we made money on it, but absolutely not. I think this number is so overinflated. Sammy Watkins is not going to have another 100-yard performance here in this game. His number is 51, 50 and a half, 51. He was seven for 114. Richard Sherman's going to be blanketed all over his ass. So it's going it, to, Sammy Watkins ain't getting open like he did. You know, there's a reason why we talked about him week one, and then we didn't talk about him until last week. So, you know, style makes fight. Matchups is everything. Well, this secondary and this matchup, this isn't a, this is one of those games where Sammy Watkins uh, is like, hey, is he, is he here? Anybody see Sammy? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see him doing that. Plus, I think it's artificial anyway because of because of the week he had. I think there's value on the under on his prop all day long. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I would not be on Sammy Watkins in this one. Remember, Sherman also doesn't follow anybody. He stays on one side of the field. And then well, he did last had... week, so we've actually shown that because he he was uh, he was blanketing left and right. He was going against uh, Adams. On so Adams. on Adams, yeah, that's not what he usually does. You no, know? no, absolutely, game. yeah. Okay. But he's now shown the that. And here's what I'll say also: do. he can do. Sherman is not the guy to be on Tyreek Hill. No, no, it's not going to happen. all of the stuff that Sherman does well, the intellectual parts of it, is completely (laughs) nullified by Tyreek Hill running right past him. Okay? So, you know, Watkins is the guy that, you know, Sherman would be on. Yeah. Um, But I think this is going to be concentrated in a different way. I think we're going to see all of Kelsey, all of Hill. You know, that's where I think it will be, and that's where the conventional wisdom would be as well. You just mentioned, Joe, this is a prop better that I'm warming up to, but I'm worried Mm -hmm. that it's a sucker bet. You just talked about Shanahan and Reed having something up their sleeve, right, Joe? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, first of all, what I'm looking at is plus 250, okay? N- what if I say there will be more than two players with a passing attempt in this game? That would not surprise me in the least bit. Right. Not surprised. And it's plus 250. Yep. 250. That, that- Yep. You know what I mean? Tyreek Hill getting the throw, the, the jump pass kind of stuff, the, the Philly special, the end around. Like you said, both of these offensive coaches will have – they've had two weeks to scheme. They're going to break out something, Joe. You know what I mean? So right yep. now, you can get number of players to have a passing attempt. Over okay. two and a half is plus 250. I think I like that. I could see it happening. I could absolutely see it. We've seen it how many times for both these guys? A lot, of, right? Debo right. Samuel will throw will throw a pass, or Tyreek Hill might throw a pass. That take kind of one. stuff. Take this, take that, yes, everything. Take yeah, all day or, long. Absolutely. And I don't want to say it this way. Or one of the starting quarterbacks has to go to the blue tent for a player too. Good point too. Yeah, that's also uh, that's also it's very high, also possible. You know, that's yep. a way that's live. Um, so I'm starting, to, I'm starting to like that, but because of the what we call of the creativity and the play calling and the oh, scheming yeah. of these two offensive coaches, you know, Reed and Shanahan, like you said, yeah. they'll have something up their sleeve. Oh, and I want to catch a bet you, because oh, of it. Yeah, you know, they're going to be doing it. There's something they've got a whole, right. uh, they have a, a whole nother right. sheet. Yeah, that they'll yeah. bust out there. That, uh, yeah, play the card. And you know what? It's stuff they probably practiced all year. They never ran. They, they held it just out. Yep. What they did was run the tendency all year so that they can break it next Sunday. That's correct. Yep. All right, we got some uh, Make It Rain plays of the day heading into uh, Big Card and uh, College Hoop. We'll give those to you next year on the grid. SportsGrid.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.
All right, got yourself a bunch of games here tonight uh, in uh, not only college hoops, but uh, also three games in the NBA, two of which, guys, and uh, we talked about this uh, earlier, two of which 80% of NBA handicapping is about schedule and scheduling. So you've got teams uh, tonight here that are on the road that will be playing uh, the second half of a back-to-back, one being the Lakers, uh, who are in the midst of a uh, crazy uh, road trip that began. Uh, this will be the fourth game in five days. Uh, you also have a Washington. Uh, they're on their way to Brooklyn after playing the Knicks last night, winning but not covering. You also have uh, the Washington Wizards, who took uh, Miami to overtime uh, here in uh, in Miami last night. Hard-fought game. Uh, Beal did all he could to, to try and elevate them. They didn't get the job done. Miami wins, but now they're being asked to fly to Cleveland to take on a well-rested uh, Cleveland team. Also, the Brooklyn Nets haven't played since Monday. They're well-rested, so they're back to life without Kyrie since he's hurt, which is always good. Uh, so very unique spots tonight on the card in the NBA. I would concentrate on those two games. You got Dallas and Portland uh, late night. But in uh, college hoops, Dan, you got a lot of opportunities yeah. here for some of the things that we uh, that we talked exactly. about uh, over the last Staring couple of one. days. Some juicy numbers here, guys. Uh, opportunities for you to be able to strike. And uh, one of the games that uh, stuck out to me, of course, is, uh, you know, look at the Big Ten. Minnesota versus yep. uh, Ohio State. Um, Ohio State, seven and a half. Ohio State's 0 for their last six, guys. They are terrible. When I tell you, this is a team that started out as number two or three in the country, Dane, and all of a sudden the wheels have fallen off. Minnesota is fantastic at home. On the road, they can't do anything. So the question is, who do you trust more? The Minnesota team on the road or an Ohio State team that really can't win? Road, home, away, your bedroom, the, uh, yeah. you know, the YMCA. It's been bad. Seven and a half points is a lot of points to ask an Ohio State team who is just Cover. pointing fingers at each other right now to go win this game because, you know, it's 0-6 the last couple of games, Dane, for a reason. Yeah, that so, makes sense. In the Big Ten, them, you also have them. one of those ranked teams on the road against a quality team in Michigan State at Bloomington, Indiana. I'm seeing four and a half. I don't know if that's too much. Indiana, 11-1 and one at home here, guys. Not the same Michigan State team on the road that they that's are home. Right. Good call. Give me Indiana and a point. Track. 